Welcome to the St. Michael Fall Podcast Series. My name is Chris Garada, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is discipleship. May you be blessed for the Christian journey. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. A reading from Luke, chapter 8, verses 40 through 56. Now when Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. Just then, there came a man named Jairus, a leader of the synagogue. He fell at Jesus' feet and begged him to come to his house, for he had an only daughter, about twelve years old, who was dying. As he went, the crowds pressed in on Jesus. Now there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for twelve years, and though she had spent all she had on physicians, no one could cure her. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his clothes, and immediately her hemorrhage stopped. Then Jesus asked, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surround you and press in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I noticed that power had gone out from me. When the woman saw that she could not remain hidden, she came trembling. And falling down before him, she declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking, someone came from the leader's house to say, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher anymore. When Jesus heard this, he replied, Do not fear. Only believe, and she will be saved. When he came to the house, he did not allow anyone to enter with him except Peter, John, and James, and the child's father and mother. They were all weeping and wailing for her. But he said, Do not weep, for she is not dead, but sleeping. And they all laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But he took her by the hand and called out, Child, get up! Her spirit returned, and she got up at once. Then he directed them to give her something to eat. Her parents were astonished, but he ordered them to tell no one what had happened. Here ends the reading. Today's passage from Luke is powerful. Not only does Jesus' mere presence heal a woman who is suffering from hemorrhages, but he proceeds to bring a young child back to life. Either of these stories, taken alone, can be inspirational, but taken together, we can gain even more. Now, I don't need to spend time unpacking each story. They're pretty self-explanatory. Miraculous healings by Jesus are familiar to us in our gospel stories. However, there is something I want to keep in mind about these healings. In Jesus' day, those who were sick or had other physical limitations, such as blindness or paralysis, were considered unclean. Medical knowledge was limited, and for most people, including the religious leaders, illness of any kind was considered dangerous and ill people were to be avoided. More specifically, not all illnesses were created equal. The most dangerous and thus the most unclean was about bodily fluids, especially blood. The only thing worse than being exposed to someone else's blood was to be exposed to a dead body. In this short passage, Jesus not only gets close to a woman who is bleeding, but he touches a dead body, a double whammy. Yet Jesus' authority, his divine power, overcomes the ritual and legal limits of human understanding. In other words, God is not limited by us.
this idea is powerful. How many of us, even absent-mindedly, think that God is limited? I think it's natural for us to thoughtlessly limit God, to have the audacity to believe we understand God and what God thinks and how God would act. We don't like to be limited ourselves. We don't like to be out of control. And so we often try to put ourselves in comfortable situations with safe people and maintain the idea of control whenever we can. Now, I get this. I do this. I have been fortunate to direct most of what I have done in my life. In fact, I can remember the very few moments when I have been truly helpless. A few years back, I began to have some serious abdominal pains one morning. I tried to ignore the pain and to go on with my day, attending a series of morning meetings until finally at lunch, I couldn't stand the pain anymore. Within a few hours, I was in the emergency room, and just a few hours before midnight, I was diagnosed with appendicitis. The surgeons didn't waste any time and prepped me for an emergency appendectomy. For the first time in my adult life, I was completely out of control, and this reality hit home as I was wheeled down multiple hallways toward the OR, flat on my back, staring at the ceiling, passing by. For the first time, I actually prayed, like really prayed, for my own healing. We have spent weeks together considering our journey of discipleship. And I hope these daily prayers and meditations have joined with your own daily journaling to nudge you closer to the commitment of discipleship. Today we are reminded that we are human, that we are vulnerable, and we are often in less control than we think we are. And we're reminded that God knows, that Jesus knows, and that we are not alone. Jesus does not shy away from people who are messy people who are broken, people who are sick, people who want to love and be loved more than they are, people like you and me. Jesus moves toward people, teaches them, touches them, heals them, because Jesus cares about each one of them. And Jesus cares about each one of us, about you and about me. Isn't that amazing? Jesus cares, cares about you and me. And the good news doesn't stop there. Jesus loves us, walks with us, and carries us so that we can do the same for others. Today, I invite you to be a little vulnerable to God, to let Christ carry some of your burdens, to heal whatever is broken, and to bring you closer to the eternal life promised by God when we were created. And I invite you to feel the strength of Christ in you, so that you can reach out to others, to support those who carry heavy burdens, and to be hope for those who feel like they cannot hope for themselves. You see, this life of discipleship starts with us, but doesn't end with us. In our discipleship, we become like Christ in the world, pointing everyone around us to the hope and the healing of God. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. 
Almighty God, whose loving hand has given us all that we possess, grant us grace that we may honor you with our substance and remember the account that we must give one day and that we may be faithful stewards of all your bounty. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.